Welcome, everyone, to Comically Exposed. This is episode six that we're recording. I am Heather. I'm Gabby. (laughs) (laughs) And this is my second time doing the intro, and... The crowd goes wild. (sighs) Oh, yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know why it always makes me nervous to do the intro. I think it's... I'm better like doing second take, you know, whatever. I don't know. This is the second time doing the intro and I'm making a big deal out of it. So I think that's fine. Uh, I really enjoyed that right before we recorded, I asked you if you wanted to do the intro and I saw all the intrusive thoughts come into (laughs) your face. (laughs) And I was like, oh, Gabby, not going to reassure, not going to (laughs) reassure. And that is why I accepted it mm-hmm. to do it, despite all the feelings going, no, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. So this yeah. is because we are like fairly far in our OCD battle, recovery, whatever you want to call it, because one of the things that OCD does is reassurance seeking behavior is mm-hmm. is very common, right? Yeah. And I don't know if we've talked about it before, but my therapist says once is assurance, twice or more is reassurance. Yeah. So when you are friend or family loved one of somebody with OCD, it can be very hard not to tell them, hey, everything's gonna be okay hey, your fear of, you know, running over bunny rabbits in the middle of the night with a car that you stole is not going to happen. But what that does is it feeds into their OCD. And so their compulsion is seeking reassurance from you. Yeah. So. And I mean, and seeking assurance is not necessarily a symptom. It's just it gets exaggerated. Yes. With the disorder. Yes. So, yes, it's a natural thing to reassure someone, comfort mm-hmm. someone and other things. But there is a time and place. And for us, it's good to be flexible mm-hmm. and think flexibly. Yeah. Or just watch your co-host squirm uncomfortably. <laughs> and and get pleasure from it? <laughs> nope. It really wasn't. I mean, yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. There was a sick pleasure but it was only because of the recognition of I knew the uncomfortable feelings that you were going through. Well, I'm assuming. And just because that's what I would be going through. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, all I'm thinking about is, can we re-record this part so it can sound better? <laughs> no, we cannot. There you are. Yeah. Not even assuring. I'm just being <laughs> mean. And pointing to my watch. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, we have to look at time. Okay. So, Gabby, <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for asking. I, um, honestly, not a lot in terms of comedy. Oh, except for the one big thing that maybe we should talk about. But I'm just going to say there was a bunch of stuff that I wanted to do that didn't come to fruition. I wanted to talk to you about doing a graphic for the Batshit podcast. I still want to do that. I still want to talk about the table read, you know, bop, bop, bop. But my one big goal this week was to do stand up again. And there is an open mic 
in Oakland that only happens once a month. It's for women and queer people. And so I was like, yes, that's going to be a, a great environment for me to do my second time of stand-up. The problem is the theater is in um, a vibrant part of the city where I took improv classes last year and you park and you walk past people who are just out doing some pretty hard drugs, right, on the street. Yeah, which, you know, by and large, I don't really have problems with that, but that just kind of gives you a flavor of what the neighborhood is kind of like. So I was going to look for covered parking because the last time I went to the theater, my car got broken into. So looking for covered parking in Oakland. We're in downtown Oakland. It's like 5.30. Sun is still out. My dad is in the car with me. He came to support. And we are stopped at a red light talking about where to park next. Uh, we're in the right-hand lane, right? Two lanes. And there's a car to the left. And we're at the red light. And all of a sudden, a car comes around me on the bike lane and parks perpendicular to me. So it is blocking me. And the driver pops out of that car very angry. And so I said, nope, mm -mm. Uh, put it in reverse and went around that car. There was a red light. I looked both ways and I ran that red light. And when we got to the end of the next block, before we got to the end of the next block, we heard the first gunshot. And then my dad just said, just keep going. And so I took the very first right I could to put buildings in between us and because there was a second gunshot. Wow. It was in the moment. <laughs> in the moment. I am, I'm very good in a crisis. I think because of my ADHD brain, when things are happening fast, that's when things are finally happening at the speed of my brain. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, as soon as I felt danger, as soon as that car, because at first I thought the car was just pulling in front of me to like try and make a left-hand turn from like the bike lane or something, because, you know, <laughs> people are just wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but instead, when they parked, like when they blocked me in, then I said, oh, fuck no. You know, this is danger. This is goodbye time. So... Yeah, so it was just like this step, then the next step, then the next step, then the next step. And I will say it's it's kind of nice because my OCD did not have a chance to show up, right? In emergency situations, it's just this decision, next decision, this decision, next decision, take in information, boom, 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 keep moving forward. So that was good. I also, like, as we were driving away, I looked in my rearview mirror and I saw that the driver was getting into an altercation with the car that was the people in the car, whatever, that was still back there. You know, all of this took place within like 15, 20 seconds, maybe wow. 30 seconds, maybe yeah. by the time we had turned the corner and started driving away. And my dad called 911 to report shots fired so that, you know, ambulance could be called or whatever. I did. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry for laughing because it was very scary. And uh, my dad and I went two towns over and ended up getting ramen at a mall <laughs> <laughs> and each getting some um, sake and uh, just a drink, which neither one of us are big drinkers, but it was like, oh, think it's think it's time to do a little of that. <laughs> 
but at, after the first shot, part of me was like, oh no, people are hurt. Like, you you need to go back and take care oh, no. of people. <laughs> <laughs> so when my dad said, just keep going, I'm really glad he did. I'm not entirely sure that I would have gone back to like, you know. Yeah. So it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's because I, I mean, I heard this before yeah. we're recording our podcast. Um, so I'm not reacting the norm the way that I reacted when I <laughs> first heard it because I went, what? And then yeah. when you sent that text, I was I, I, I read it and then I read it again. And I'm like, I literally didn't read any of the words yeah. because I was like, OK, she's typing. That means that she's not dead. So what the hell? Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's your excuse now for not doing your stand-up. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> as we were driving away, I did go by the theater one more time on our way to like ramen. Yeah. Uh, because we and I was like, oh, well, there's the theater and there's people and, you know, maybe I should. And I turned to my dad and I said, I honestly, I, I don't think I can do stand-up. And he's like, no, you can't do stand up right now. I yeah, something traumatic didn't happen yes, to you. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, well, somebody didn't shoot at you for the last four seconds, so I think you're fine. Just walk it up. No. It was so intense. And yeah, and I like, as soon as I got to the ramen place, um, I got a text from you and a text from Susan saying, like, break a leg. And so I was like, Oh, I think I'm going to tell them what happened because I didn't I didn't know how to respond, and you know, and pretend, you know. Yeah. So and also thank you for letting me text you because it did allow me to process a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. But yeah, it's real interesting. You know, afterwards, it was like my dad and I would be like talking about it and then kind of there will be a lull and then we would make some very dark jokes because that's. <laughs> how my family digests the world and life and how we process things. The thing is, I I love the city of Oakland so much, so, so much. And this isn't a joke, but one of the things that is kind of sticking with me is my dad and I both separately tried to tried to go online to see if, you know, the police – wrote about it or a report or, you know, I don't know what, just to see like what actually happened after we left, mm -hmm. hoping that everybody is okay. Right. Mm -hmm. I searched and there were too many hits uh, on the search, en search engine for Oakland, for shootings, oh, for shootings that had happened that day, that week. Um, wow. Police shootings that had killed people, altercations. I mean, it was just like I, I didn't know how to modify the search to isolate that incident. So, <clears throat> waka waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fozzie Bear is your comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. But, um, yeah, I definitely have, like, the first three minutes of my set, if I go back to that theater, I think is pretty 
Hey. Sorry to bring the podcast down and talk about things that aren't <laughs> OCD or comedy. Well, I mean, it's still related to us. I mean, that's the whole point, right? I mean, yeah. 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 So I'm trying not to see it as the universe telling me, <clears throat> white girl, you are not funny, that you should not be doing comedy. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> you almost get shot. Your car gets broken into. Uh, but All that's for jokes. comedy. Yeah, All exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. I, I am having a hard time finding a follow-up question. <laughs> I don't think you need to. T- <laughs> this I is where like searching so hard. <laughs> I feel like this is where our podcast turns into a true crime podcast. <laughs> we abandon all of our hopes and dreams of comedy and just get And really- we instantly like increase our popularity because <laughs> of because people are, you know, morbidly, uh-huh. like, really into murder podcasts. Yeah, I know. Totally. Well, I'd like to give my – how about this? We'll close out on my piece with <clears throat> me giving myself props. Uh, you know, <laughs> let's hear it for me being a woman who is constantly has her head on a swivel – trying to perceive danger, you know, at all times. It's exhausting, but it paid off this time around. Yeah. You know, my quick thinking and my ability to act in that moment are, yeah, that's it. And I hope the people who are involved, like I said, I hope they're okay. I hope they're not injured. Tough stuff. That is tough. It is. So, but in other news... (laughs) I started writing sketch, uh, not based on this, (laughs) based on just absolute silliness and nonsense, which is great because I I haven't felt inspired to write a sketch for some time. So, you know, comedy is pouring out of me whether I like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Like sweat? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I was going to say other fluids, but let's leave it at sweat. Let's leave it at sweat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and today, aren't we supposed to find out? Oh, snap. Oh, boy. Should we do that on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. I can cut this part out, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. If it goes sideways for us. Let's see. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> Riveting podcasting. <laughs> As so Gabby, Gabby checks was, her email. I know. What Gabby was doing was checking her email for our Not Sisters submission for San Francisco Sketchfest. Yeah. And they previously told us um, that they received way more, you know, applicants than so it's taking them longer to get back. But this was a date, November 1st, that they said that they would get back mm-hmm. to people. So, yeah. I checked okay. once. That's assurance. <laughs> I'm not checking again. <laughs> but that does mean that my segment is done. And Heather, how have the past couple of weeks been going for you comedically or altercationally? <laughs> Mine wasn't as exciting as yours. I, I guess if that's what you want to call that situation. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe I don't call it exciting. Maybe I call it traumatic or... Um, I mean, all of the above. It, there yeah. was a certain thrill to it, sure. Yeah. 
I think I would have stayed home for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm trying to remember what I was supposed to do. (laughs) Oh, I have written down a second draft of a humor piece. Oh, yeah. I've been working on my humor pieces and I have class happening soon and I'm prepping for that. I also have another humor piece that I'm writing that I wanted to revisit again and submit to other people that I don't know. So I'm going to submit to strangers and get their opinions on it, which is kind of exciting. I didn't get to work on my Doubt It script uh, that much this week. Um, I started it Uh and then I ended up... Okay, so I'm going to admit something. (laughs) I I don't know if this was procrastination or helpful (laughs) Uh because I can see it both ways Um, and... Um, nobody can hear my head right now. Um, so I need to say words. So I opened a program up um, that Adobe has. It's called Animate. In my past life, I think it was called Flash before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, a while ago. I don't, I don't know. But I have built um, animations before using that iteration of the program. And so I decided, hey, I'm going to open it up. And what's great about Adobe right now is that they have tutorials and I basically did a bunch of tutorials on how to animate because I am actively thinking about continuing doing my really stupid like uh, sketch series like terrible animation sketch series oh god that title is terrible um (laughs) (laughs) I mean it literally has the word terrible in the title yeah yes yeah (laughs) that's probably not the title that's just what I'm calling it Mm-hmm. But I got excited. There's so much more stuff that you could do now that I, I didn't even know. And so my mind kind of got blown a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I got a little too excited. But now I'm kind of backing up a little bit because I'm realizing I don't know if it's a sense of novelty of like making things do silly things, you know, like little animated characters versus actually building something that could work as a series. I don't know. I've been kind of going back and forth on this one because I don't want to become an animator, uh-huh. I, but I do want to be able to teach myself how to kind of produce and direct and write a, yeah. a series. And so this is like my way of being able to control the the scale of it. Because, yeah. you know, with recording stuff, it takes a lot of effort. I'm not saying the animation doesn't take a lot of effort. It does take a lot of effort, but it's a different kind of effort. Yeah. So that's... That is where I am on that one. So I don't know if that was procrastination or helpful, but I'm going to call it helpful-ish. Yes. It's, 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 it's sort of helpful because I think it either opens a door or it just kind of goes, nope, not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's also like working on other things when you feel stuck on one creative project is a great way to kind of like knock some stuff around in your head. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say I'm going to say it was still productive. I hate to tell you, because this was one of your original goals was doing the animation with the sketch. Yeah, yeah. The I think the animation part in my brain kind of got away from me uh-huh. because I think I was thinking like, I think I was trying to make it perfect. What? You? <laughs> Never. And I, I was like, well, then how, how do I get this out faster? Yeah. But yeah. But then also, you know, using the sketches that I've written and, you know, and then having people do voices and stuff or me do voices because 
I'm not acting. Well, it's acting, voice acting. That is acting. But it's acting that you feel comfortable with. Yes. Yes, it is. That's cool. (laughs) That's very cool. What would you like to do over the next couple of weeks then? The next couple of weeks, I'm going to, well, I'm going to have my humor pieces done by then. I do really want to focus on Doubt It. I think that if I get it done and not distract myself by trying to produce another thing, (laughs) I think that it will feel like it's moving forward. Because I think it's something that's kind of living in my brain, but not really living on paper at the moment. Or Mm -hmm. computer screen. I guess that's really (laughs) where it lives. (laughs) I say paper, but really it's, it's digital paper. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where it lives. I think, (laughs) I think I'm going to set my goal at that. Good. And then also any mutual goals that we do. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you want to work on your graphic, then, you know, announcement, then I would like to help on that. Yes. That, mm mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. I just felt like I was about to talk about my goals and I was like, oh, no, wait, no, you should because that, okay. yeah, I, I'm done. You, it was natural. It was a good okay. instinct. Cool. <laughs> uh, great. <clears throat> I think I want to simplify. I think I just want to focus on the graphic right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I want to finish the first draft of this sketch that I'm writing. Good. And uh, I started to tighten up the the set that I was going to do. So maybe I'll do that too, but probably not. I think I'm just going to focus on the graphic and finishing this first draft. Yeah, that sounds great. My God. It is <laughs> like, we've done it. I know. It's amazing. Yay. <laughs> Nobody can see this at all. <laughs> For we the viewers had... out there. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we just, we were, um, what were we doing? What was this? Break dancing. <laughs> we were doing some very incredible break dancing that turned into ballet and mm-hmm. uh, levitated for a second. So yes. too bad you couldn't yeah. see it. Yeah, that, it was, we're so talented. <laughs> that's so true. Honestly, that's all anybody ever says about us. And it's like, please. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. (laughs) Oh, this is making me feel warm inside, like not in a good way. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Good check-in. Good check-in. Yeah. Well, friend, I think we did it. Yeah, we did it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we we, do that every time? (laughs) I don't know. I think we might. I honestly think we might. Although... I was listening to one of our old episodes, and at least Bunny's not whining through all the rest of the end of this podcast. Well, he could. (laughs) He's our mascot. He is our mascot. Also, (laughs) Bunny is a dog, just in case people are like, you have a rabbit who whines? No, he's a dog. I tried to name him Wallace. It didn't stick. His name is Bunny. He's got a good personality. He does. He's not whining. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Rock on yeah. to you, to our listeners, to everybody. Bunny, yes. rock on. <laughs> I don't know how to end this. <laughs> okay. Let's just say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
We are just a little show with two creators who edit and produce each episode. We appreciate all your support. If you like what you heard, please follow us on Instagram at comicallyexp.podcast. That's C-O-M-I-C-A-L-L-Y-E-X-P dot podcast. Or subscribe to us on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes drop every other Wednesday. Also, special thanks to Track Club and Golden Finch for providing the music. Thanks for listening. And hey, everybody, today is a great day to expose yourself. Okay, until next time, ta-da for ta-da. Bye. 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 Bye.